Asia, and welcome back to the Fancy YouTube channel. Today on today's podcast, excuse me, we are going to be talking about Black History Month. I'm going to hand it over to Takoria for further introduction. Hi guys, welcome back to our YouTube channel and our podcast channel. We're so excited to have you back here. Today we have two of our Fancy Academy leadership girls and then two of the mentors. So I think this is going to be a really nice conversation about the meaning of Black History Month, where it comes from, and how we all feel about it. So, Trinity. Hi, my name is Trinity, and I'm a part of the 2021 Fancy Ambassador Program, along with the Leadership Program. And next, we have Chanel. Hi, everybody. I'm Chanel, and I'm a mentor in the Fancy Leadership Academy. Great. So just, you know, to hop right into the conversation, whoever wants to answer, go on ahead. With February coming to an end, how did you guys think this year's Black History Month went? Um, I think it was pretty different, obviously, because um, we're virtual, everything is virtual. Um, I think that we weren't able to celebrate it. Probably, People were probably able to celebrate it within their families, but not like we weren't able to have events or stuff like that to where people could go out and actually actively celebrate um, Black History Month. So I would just say different. Um, that's how it was for me, at least. I would have to touch on what Chanel said. For sure, it was very different, especially with it being, like she said, with COVID and everything that's happened. But I will admit, I don't know if some of you have been to the Soul Swap Meet, but I think that was like a really good celebration of Black History Month, especially during the whole Black History Month week. It was really nice. I agree with Trinity as well um, about the Soul Swap Meet. I think it was a, a cool thing um, to have, you know, especially during Black History Month, all of those Black-owned local businesses, being, a, be, being able to support them, it was just, um, you know, nice. Yeah, and um, Chanel, kind of what you said that we weren't able to, you know, um, go out and celebrate. I feel like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I know in a lot of stores, there's been a lot more... Um, representation like in a Walmart I went they had like a little essence box and it had um shea moisture it had you know just a whole bunch of cute stuff and it was um another one is Target you know Target has a whole um Black History Month section and I think that um that was a good um gesture for a lot of retail stores you know since we're not allowed to have you know big celebrations and other things of that sort I think that there's been a lot of improvement and what we're seeing in stores and I think that's you know influencing what other people think because I know I've seen a lot of people that weren't black in the black history section you know learning about something new so I think that's pretty cool especially when it comes down to like um, our own products like we're we have our own aisle now <laughs> so it's pretty cool to see that yeah I think there's a lot more um, inclusion going on you know of course something that should have been going on but you know, just see it is pretty cool. Yeah, I think there's definitely been a lot more inclusion this year. I've seen, especially on social media, I've seen a lot of different posts from like companies and like if you subscribe to emails from companies, they're like, oh, our Black History Month sale or here's some information on Black History Month. Here's more information 
about sort of just what it and like especially black owned businesses i know on etsy they have if you go to their website it's like their first page they're like here are all of our black owned shops and that was super awesome to see and then i think on social media like on instagram and facebook so many people have just been posting like things about black history and i think people are definitely starting to learn more about what it means to sort of be a black person and they're getting sort of they're getting to see a different side of the world that hasn't really been I guess, like out more. I agree with that. I think social media has played a um, big part in educating people of color as well as people that aren't of color, just about the history of, you know, where black people come from, what we've done, the struggles we've been through. And I think that's, I think it's cool. I think that's one thing that social media has really like, you know, given us. Along with like the representation of the fact that I just, I love talking about Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. Like she's, yes, <laughs> completely proud. So it's like the representation that we finally have someone along with in office. And it's just like, wow, we're, we're, we're becoming known and big in a way. Yeah, and with all this, you know, amplification of it, why do you guys think that we're seeing all this? You know, we've never, I know I've never really seen half of this stuff happened before i've never seen target have a black history month section and i know there's a lot of companies that are you know doing a lot of more um representation of it i guess like how you guys are saying so why do you guys think that you know this is happening just now and this hasn't isn't something that's been being so you know publicized i guess why hasn't black history been on the main front Honestly, I don't think people were ready for colored people to be so broad, like how we are now. Like, I don't wanna say Black Lives Matter, like that whole movement wasn't bad. It, it wasn't, it was amazing. And it's nice to know that other people do care and that we matter, but also at the same time, it's like, it's a little bit overwhelming in a way. Like it's like too much at the same time. I don't know if that really made sense, but it's just, you don't wanna to have too much going on to where people feel like, oh, okay, so they're the only ones that matter and we don't. Yeah, I think I sort of get what you're saying, Trinity. I think over the summer when the Black Lives Matter movement was really like what felt like at its peak, especially for, I think probably our lifetime, things yeah. have been more vocal. We've seen a lot more things have been happening since I guess I think since COVID started to really like let other people see like this is what it is this is what it feels like to be a black person living in America so I think more businesses more stores more people just in general sort of seeing all of that and maybe they're trying to profit off of it but they're also doing their part to educate other people and I think that's sort of important yeah I would have to agree with Takoria um like I said, social media has played a big part in it. We've seen all the police brutality that's been going on. Like it's broadcasted now. So whereas before, you know, people would see it and then they would go tell other people. Now it's like all over social media. As soon as something happens, somebody's posting it. So I think that now um, it's just more out there and people kind of have to accept it like that it's going on because they're, they're seeing it. Yeah, I completely agree with, you know, all of you, especially um, Trinity, what you were saying about Black Lives Matter. I think that that movement over the summer really, you know, solidified um, Black people's place in America. 
I think, you know, it was just a big, you know, we're here and, you know, we're here to stay. And, you know, also to Korea, what you were saying about um, some businesses maybe profiting off of it. I don't know. Do you guys feel, is there, is it not justified, but, you know, take it with a grain of salt because, you know, businesses may be profiting off of it, but, you know, um, African-American and Black history is getting exposure. So do you guys think, you know, it kind of cancels out or where do you guys stand on that? That's a double-edged sword. Like it's, <laughs> I mean, it's great that businesses are profiting, especially like the mom and pop stores who don't really get that much attention. Like, of course, that's amazing. But at the same time, you don't want a corporate like, uh, like some sort of like a Nike shoe company. Like, you don't want them to profit much more when they, <laughs> they already have constant sales and they're always selling shoes. So it's like, it's like that's great but maybe not so much, so. Yeah, um, yeah, I get what you're saying. I think you're um, kind of hinting at, you know, big corporations, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, you know, Walmart and Target, it's kind of weird to, you know, see, because when I seen it, the Essence display that I was talking about earlier, it was in the middle of the aisle. It was just, oh, in the middle? Yeah, it was oh. a big box, and this is Black History, and then, you know, cartoons of Black women on there, and it had the shea moisture, it had the the oh. lotion and then I was like oh wow you know we bought one because you know you have to but you gotta you know think about who am I supporting am I supporting the people or am I supporting Walmart you know sometimes they try to get you and at the bottom and they put you know 10% of proceeds will go to them and that and you know I just I don't know it's I we love to see it but then you also don't want to see it in like the wrong way yeah yeah we don't want to see it go into the wrong hands if you guys you know understand what i'm saying that kind of makes sense to you yeah guys. i think i get what you're saying Keisha. but yeah. also like i sort of want to bring up like, why is it weird for us to be seeing like our representation in stores now like i think it's something we're not used to which definitely sucks and it should have been happening a lot earlier but also it is good to be seeing representation in stores being more inclusive whether they're smaller little mom and pop shops or or big corporations so you walk into a store because bigger corporations they can usually sell things for cheaper so sometimes they have a bigger audience so that sort of could be their way of educating the masses you know yeah and I also agree I think that that's the problem that we have to be suspicious, you know, about seeing ourselves in big stores. I think that's a big problem that we need to constantly work to change. And I think, uh, you know, Fancy as an organization is working towards that, you know, making, you know, this people of color more, how do I say this, more normalized, I guess, in a sense, if you guys kind of understand that. But um, branching off on what I was saying about Fancy, how do you guys think that Fancy as an organization in Detour is doing their part in um, celebrating Black history. I think it was great, like learning about the different women back in like the olden days, <laughs> knowing what they invented, or just knowing in general that colored people invented everyday used items like toilet paper or pads. Like that's really important. Maybe that's just really important to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's really important to know that yes like maybe it was the smallest stuff but at the same time it was the biggest stuff because it impacted our lives and the way we run our lives now 
Yeah, to go off of what Trinity was saying, I think um, Fancy, we're just trying to help educate and, you know, put Black people on a platform to where we can be successful and we are educated, you know what I mean? So I think that um, it was cool that we sold the Love Black Girls shirts at the Soul Swap Meet. Um, I really enjoyed that. And a lot of people actually bought them and were interested in buying them, not just, you know, sometimes you just buy stuff just because, oh, you know, let me support. But they were like, oh, those are really cute. Like, it has a meaning behind it. Yeah, you know, I 100% agree. I think um, just fancy as a whole is Black history. You know, we're doing our part, giving back to our community. And, you know, I think the most important thing is we're setting up the youth in our group for success, you know, because we're the future. We are going to be the ones that you know make or break our country and I think that it's important for us as youth to continue on the tradition you know in the light that we want to see ourselves so um yeah and I, I totally agree with you know what you were saying about selling the love black girl shirt and I know like there was a whole bunch of people that bought them it wasn't just black people that bought them and I think that that was super cool that um we were able to sell to a wider audience and even that the soul swap meet is just a thing for everybody, you know? It's for Black people, but we want to spread the message to everybody. So I think that that was super, super cool. So can anybody um, kind of speak on what you or your family or your friends or anybody, what are you guys doing to keep, you know, the tradition of Black history alive? Well, with my family, um, we didn't, we weren't able to do it this year because of COVID, but um, in the previous years, we would wear like African attire to church on Sundays um, and, you know, just represent that way. We would pick a Sunday and everybody would just wear it and we would take cute little pictures. Um, but just little things like that, just making people aware of, you know, some of our her heritage. Oh, yes. I remember there was one year where me and my mom, we actually did that. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting because not a lot of people really liked it, especially with the fact that we don't necessarily look black. So it was like uh, a lot of people got mixed emotions because of it. But I think sometimes people fail to realize like you can be more than one race. <laughs> so it was a little awkward, but at the same time, it's important to walk in your path and walk with that confidence because it's like people can judge all they want. But at the same time, if I'm not confident in it, then of course, it's going to bring me down. But that was a really nice time. Like it was, it was really impactful for me. And I think afterwards, we went to go eat at, there's this one spot close to the fancy office. It's a black soul or a black owned soul restaurant. I forgot what it's called, though. But we went to go eat there. It was so good. It was yeah, and I love what you guys are saying about, you know, wearing your um, African print because I love that. Like, I'm I'm also um, more than one race. And for my kinsei, I was planning on wearing, you know, one of the big dresses and one of the African dresses. But, you know, of course, for COVID, so I wasn't allowed. But I think that is so, I just love the African print. It's so pretty. And I know, like, a majority of African-Americans in particular, they don't, they don't know where they came from in Africa. So, you know, just being able to, just wear something it's just so beautiful to me you know it makes you feel more connected to who you are in a sense or that's how I feel at least so I think that um your choice of fashion is a super good way to 
um, you know, just keep things alive. And I think that um, it's something that you can do all throughout the year, not just uh, Black History Month. So, you know, I try to wear my little dress every time, every chance I get, but it's kind of like super formal and it's kind of weird to, you know, just wear all the time. So, yeah, but I, I love that. I super, super love that. Do you guys see anything um, in particular happening in your community specifically pertaining to Black history? I don't because I live near Lakeside, so. <laughs> they- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, definitely. So I live in Spring Valley, so more towards Lemon Grove area, I think. It's really weird. I hate saying Spring Valley because of the fact that nobody knows where it's at unless you live here. <laughs> But let's just say Lemon Grove. And I know um, we have a Spring Valley Market called like the Meat Market or something like that. And I remember for Black History Month, um, we went to go get carne asada and pollo asada, which was really weird, but you know, I'm not judging. But I remember when we went into the store, it was like, it, it was like a a whole colored person type of day. So like we didn't see no white people there and it was pretty interesting because it was like whoa like that's kind of weird and then it was like oh it's a day and it was incorporated because of the fact that we can't do nothing for our people so it was like let's do it here and let's make it known that we are black owned so it was interesting but at the same time I felt like it was a little weird but I liked it You know, I think it's super interesting that you, you know, you live in an area where you can't experience, you know, some things that other people experience. So can you kind of like tell us about that? Like, you know, how it is? To... It's, it's kind of been weird because I also grew up in, you know, Spring Valley area. So where there are a lot more Black people. Um, but being out here, uh, it's been different. Like there's a lot of people who proudly wear their Trump um you know supporting gear into Walmart or they have a stand outside so it's kind of like and you know there's not a lot of black people so they just kind of stare at you when you walk through the store and you have to be super friendly like oh hi like hi oh excuse me when you're you know trying to pass them and stuff like that so I think that has definitely been um a different or a change of scenery um being over here and I don't know it's just I, I miss being you know in the midst of Black people who were, you know, nice about things and caring and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, crazy, Trinity. So in my community, um, I live more in a suburban area. So we are very here. So not a lot of people really talk to each other. So we're not really buddy buddy with our neighbors. But when you go outside, like actually into our community, it's very predominantly African-American, which is really surprising. And it's nice to see as well. And to see some Black-owned restaurants or supermarkets or anything, it's just nice to see that. And it's nice to see that, that we're able to pick each other back up and support each other. So it's really nice to see that in my community. And I hope that a lot of people are able to see that as well. But I know for a fact that communities are really out there with that stuff, or especially towards people who don't really feel like it's necessary. So it is a really hard topic. And 
I know a lot of people aren't just really cool with it. Yeah, I also wanted to say that um, like it's even weird leaving the house with my black girls rock shirt or you know something that represents me I can't even go to the store because people are going to look at me weird and look at me different um I think a uh, confidence has a lot to do with it though like if you're confident in yourself and you know who you are it's easier to not care with what people think so I've recently been wearing my shirts and not even caring like if I'm going to get those looks or those stares because this is me and if you can't accept it then sorry to you. Oh I'll definitely yeah. love on that because I know is it kind of hard to walk out with like your braids or like if you have your hair a different way like than the norm should be is it hard? Yeah that's another thing like it's the same Walmart, I swear to you guys. But they'll be like, oh my God, your hair is just so beautiful. And like one lady actually kind of reached to touch it. And I was like, no, <laughs> this is what we're not going to do. But it's always been like that. Like whether you have your natural hair, whether you have braids, whether you have a flat iron, like it doesn't matter what you have. Somebody's always going to be like, oh, how'd you get your hair like that? Or like, and it's just kind of like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, it's just the culture shock. Yeah. You know, really in different areas, especially, uh, you know, just different areas of San Diego. I think it's kind of, you know, I think also has a lot to do with code switching sometimes. You know, you got to gauge where you're at. So, you know, yeah. for the safety of you and your family for most of the time. But yeah, I am so, so glad that we were able to have this conversation. I appreciate my gorgeously insightful guests for being here with me on this Monday. Thank you guys so much and we will see you guys next time. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.